become aware become aware become aware become aware become aware become aware hello everybody <clears throat> today we're going to be talking about something well, actually I've made a recording about this and before but decided not to use it for various reasons but I'm going to try and go at this in a different angle uh, than the way that I was trying to do it before, and uh, I disliked the way that I was talking about it, so I decided to do it a different way. Um, but I'm going to kind of start in the same way, I guess. So the question that started this off was the, the question that I originally asked in the, in the recording that I'm not using because it's just, you know, it's, you know, has too many problems in it, but is what is civilization? Um, and it's not really the right question for what I was talking about, but it is part, part of it. And, uh, it's a very small part, but I think it brings some interesting problems into, to, to, um, to bear um, what we're going to be talking about. And there's many nuances here as well. It's not like a one-sided thing. But it's something that, that really has a very interesting... Some very interesting side effects, I guess. No. Oh. The... What humans tend to do is, like, overtly, or not overtly, it's not, it's not really overt, but what well, tend to shade the truth to ourselves. And this, is, this caused many problems, actually. And it's 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 a subject that we could talk about for hours and hours and hours and and, and honestly not and get nowhere talking about it because we could just sit there and talk about it for years, and I could go over about a trillion examples of how this has, you know, is how this is problematic, and. I could explain why this is the case as well, and like I said, I could do, I think I might do some of this in other episodes in the future, but it's some things that I'm trying to integrate as well and, and trying to understand properly here because, it's, you know, it is a problem, and I'll explain why it is a problem in a minute. So what, I'm, what do I mean by um, subtly shading the truth? And, and there's many examples of this, right? Um... One example is something like you, somebody says, hey, how are you doing? And you say, fine, even though you're not fine. You know, maybe you're, you're suffering or whatever. It's just a, a saying and a phrase. But when you start to over, uh, subtly, not overtly, that's a different thing, and that's a totally different subject. Uh, but you start to sh subtly shade the truth from yourself and others, which is what we do. You can take my word for it or not. It's just the, the case that we do. Um, it it's, it slyly allows 
for more of this. And it kind of creates this, like, thing where we can, we kind of, like, go down this road that we're on, actually, right now, where corruption is allowed to happen. And the reason why corruption is allowed to happen is because it's overtly, it's, it's subtly shaded. It's not, it's not shown as corruption. It's shown as something else, like, oh, you know, this, this senator passed this law and this bill today for whatever reason. They give their, their reasons, but it ultimately boils down to corruption or to some, and it's not always that way, it's, it's not one-sided, but it boils down to some kind of corruption or some kind of lobbyism. But because uh, the human mind is... is not an honest thing. It, it takes work to do this. And, you know, believe me, I have no intention of saying that I am, you know, perfect at doing this. But uh, because the human mind is doing this, it allows for corruption and, dis and um, dishonest practices. And it allows us to avoid unpleasant truths that actually if we were to actually pay attention to we could fix them but because we don't we don't fix them and the pro and the problem with this is is we don't even realize that we're doing this we have no idea what we're doing so how does this happen? Is it something that is done with words or with thoughts or language or whatever? The answer is it happens everywhere. And it happens all the time. Um, and the problem is that the the human mind is has been raised it's not it's not your fault not completely right because the human mind has been raised to do this at a certain point we just give up and we become this ourselves and things become embarrassing and problems and things that are wrong and so we have to at that point, kind of like, just shade the truth from ourselves. Because if we have these these um, distortions, uh, I, I would call them distortions, um, that keep us from looking at something. It's almost like a magnet, right? In a sense, um, that repels, that only just repels. Think of it. Think of something. Um, think of like an object that instead of attracting something, it only repels on all sides. So it's like a repelling magnet. And the way that it repels is through, you know, shading the truth in some way or another. And we do this to ourselves and don't even realize this. Um... Sometimes we do it through 
our own affirmations and stuff. Oh, things are going to get better and all this bullshit. There's no way of knowing this, number one. Uh, number two, um, I'd rather become aware of what is true. I mean, there's nothing wrong with affirmations. It can work, but I'd rather become aware of what is true rather than what we want to be true. Uh, and that's part of the problem as well, is that because the mind is has all these magnets that only repel outwards, we are unable to fix the problem until we become aware of the problem. And the problem is we don't even know we, that there's a problem and we don't even realize how many of these, um, I guess I'd call them, you know, mind magnets are. There, how many of those we have. And so, it becomes a, a, a question of how much and what degree. It, it's not a question of, are you doing this? It's, it's what degree are you doing this? And the answer, it, it depends on you. And, and it, it depends on how you are raised and whatnot. So... It's 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 um something that's really interesting because the way that we we subtly change the shade the truth is it varies upon from person to person and it varies um from degree to degree you know the more that you do it the the more of a slippery slope you kind of create yourself. And because everybody does it, it's almost like, um, it's almost like you're doing it for the good of others. And the, and, and, and because everybody does it, it's almost like a group consciousness thing. Um, it's very easy to avoid and not see all this stuff because, you know, because everybody is doing this and not even realizing they're doing it. It's so easy to do this that, as a matter of fact, it's, it's, it's become a natural thing for us to do. And it, become, it only becomes unnatural when, say, you find yourself in telepathic communication with beings that can see through all this bullshit. And you have to then... Like, like for instance, a good example, like, is... If you, um, you know, do this, what you do, do this, you shade the truth from yourself and others, and you believe in, there is some kind of God, right? This God can see right through you because it knows everything that you know. It, it's, you know, able to un understand and, and stuff. And because the God is omniscient, it knows everything. It knows all about what you're you're hiding and everything. And that's that's difficult for most people because of the way the mind has these these magnets that repel outwards. And so it's very easy to try and shade the truth. 
But when you're faced with this, this telepathic communication in whatever form it takes. And it's, it's, it's something to be wary of. And it's not something that you should like tell everybody all the truth all the time necessarily. Um, I don't know if that's the answer necessarily either because that can also cause... The, prob the problem here is that if by some miracle we are become we do become aware of, of these dishonesties uh, the problem is that's because society itself doesn't like these dishonesties and doesn't like them within themselves and others if you try and become honest about these dishonesties and and, and try and explain things properly and not shade the truth to others you're going to be in some ways shunned by society because society is is avoiding the, these things that you're you're explaining and and this is what the shadow is ultimately is, is when when we're shading the truth from ourselves and others it creates a shadow that the shadow the all the shadow is ultimately is what I just talked about about the the magnets that only repel outward I guess think of an object, any kind of object. It could be like a penny or whatever. And this object, instead of attracting anything, it repels everything all around it, on both sides, on all sides of it. And this object then kind of like because because this you know the mind only sees the repelling now because you, you can't really get very close to this object because it's going to repel you away you become unaware of what you are um, really aware of but only in an unconscious or subconscious way And so if you become aware of this through, maybe you find yourself in some kind of telepathic communication with other beings or whatever, whatever the case may be. Maybe you, you are somebody who believes in God, in which case, like I said, God knows everything. If God is real, which, you know, is another subject, then God knows everything about you. God knows all your thoughts, all the dirty thoughts, all the, the evil thoughts that you may have if... You, you believe in evil and all this stuff. All the thoughts of you, you know, killing somebody in your head. Which, you know, people do have sometimes. It's, you know, something that happens. But most people don't talk about this. Most people don't talk about how human minds are sometimes violent. Doesn't mean you're going to do anything about it. And... It doesn't mean that you're evil for thinking that. Well, some some people, it is. And to be honest, it is kind of a slippery slope. It can cause problems. But, you know, if you're aware of that, and if you try and work on that and fix it, you know, that would be one thing. But most people don't do that, and they avoid it and ignore it for various reasons. 
until I explain it to you here. Oh, do you know that you um, have thought about things that you rather not think about? You know, you've, you you may have thought about killing somebody in some way or whatever. may not have been very, you know, detailed or whatever, but still, something that happens. The mind doesn't want to hear this. It, it, it goes, what are you talking about, David? You know, things like... Um, I mean, I could go on and on and on, and I could just push everybody away by doing this, because nobody wants to hear the truth. Everybody wants to be authentic, but nobody wants to hear the truth. It's really weird um, how that works. But a lot of people, you know, are talking about being authentic and all this stuff. But if we were to truly be authentic, they wouldn't want to be it. They wouldn't want to hear it. It's really strange. Um, and it's not everybody, to be fair. It's, it's, it's not even enough people to be, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's most people, I think, that, that are like this. But not everybody. And I think this is st subtly starting to change, which is why I think politics has become such such um, a sham as a, as, a, as a general rule that people realize is because we're starting to open up our minds to the things that were hidden from us, from ourselves and from our society and from our government, from our family and whatnot. And what we're aware of is just the surface level. It's very simple surface level stuff. It's very easy to become aware of things that others have hidden from themselves, but all, very hard to do it for ourselves, which is really where the magic happens on anyways. Um, if we fail to do this for ourselves, we find ourselves in the situation where we can't fix the problem. We can't fix what we're hidden from ourselves. What, are, what is hidden from ourselves? You know, people don't really want to talk about certain things because they're embarrassing. You know, like sex. And... Like, I, I, I get it, like, to, to a certain extent. Um, and I'm not saying that you should talk about all, everything with everybody. Maybe that would be too extreme. Or maybe, maybe, just maybe, that's me and my... An hour, really, because it is. It's a group conscious thing. And remember, group conscious is more powerful than individual consciousness, for the most part. Um... So, because the group consciousness, the way that it works kind of is, is um, you have like an individual consciousness, but because the individual consciousness doesn't realize how powerful group consciousness is, it's very much keyed into the group consciousness. Um... And when I talk about group consciousness, I don't, I'm not talking about some consciousness that's, I'm not talking about like, really what I'm talking about is just societal norms and, 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 uh, stuff like this. 
And what I'm talking about here about hiding and shading the truth from ourselves and others. Um, <clears throat> like most people do that. And, and it's a societal norm. That's, that's group consciousness, basically. Group consciousness doesn't really mean that there's some kind of uh, mind that's... Well, in some ways it kind of does, actually, but that's that's another episode, honestly, because you know, we could go on and on and on about that, but... Um, anyways, that's another episode, for sure. Like, I could talk about that for a while as well. Anyways, so... How does this happen, and why? Well, it happens through language. Sometimes what we do is we, instead of uh, truly looking at the thing, we ignore it, which is what I call, what is, which is what is called ignorance, instead of ignorance, ignorance. And then we never can fix it because of that. We don't fix it, and we don't change the problem into a solution. Um, and, and, and it is very wide and varied, and honestly, it's something that I could talk about in other episodes, and probably will in some, some form in the future, because it's something that I'm integrating currently, um, or trying to. You know, it's not you know easy necessarily, but... Um, and... So when it becomes obvious to you that this is happening, like, like for instance, if you do believe in God, right? Become aware of the fact that you cannot hide anything from God. God knows everything. God knows all this stuff. So just imagine, like, even if you don't believe in God, just imagine this right now. Imagine the mind's response. Look at look at what the mind thinks when you think realize this right now. Why is the mind, you know, embarrassed and and uncomfortable with this understanding? Because we're we're shading the truth from ourselves, and we're afraid to express our ourselves or our emotions or whatever the case may be. Um. Because of societal norms that say this thing is wrong or bad or shouldn't be allowed or whatever the case is. Um, but the problem is it's already happening. You can't, you can't stop it from happening by saying, oh, this should not be. You have to stop it by, from happening by noticing it, number one, the most important part here. Becoming aware of it and then working on this thing and trying to figure out how to fix it. If it can be fixed. Also the problem is trying to make it disappear and, and trying to fix it being the first goal. The first goal should be completely being completely aware of it. Even though it's very difficult. Uh, the mind has a bunch of implicit... So in other, in other words... Uh, based on what I was talking about this morning about implicit versus explicit. There's an episode of Actualize.org called Implicit versus Explicit Understanding. I'd recommend you watch that. It's a very good episode. 
explores the difference between implicit and explicit. Um, in other words, what you do is you notice the implicit um, thing and make it explicit in your mind. Notice how uncomfortable that would make you. That's the first step, becoming aware of it explicitly. If you don't have that, you don't know where to go. You know, if you don't know that you're embarrassed by sex or, or that your mother has sex or whatever, you know, a lot of that would be embarrassing to people. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting to me that, um, you know, and I'm not saying that you should talk to your mother about having sex or whatever, but what I'm saying is that these small little things lead to bigger things. Which lead to bigger things. It's it's really interesting. You know, starts off weirdly like, oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't touch down there. You know, if you do, you know that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. Uh, it that they leads to things like sh you shouldn't you shouldn't talk that way to others, or not even shouldn't talk that way, like being polite or whatever. But you shouldn't. Be so loud and exuberant. It's embarrassing others. It's embarrassing us. We we like proper decorum in this family. And that's where it starts. That's where it, start. that's where it starts. Um, and that's what it, what it is, ultimately. That's what civilized, so-called civilized society is, ultimately. Civilization, all civilization really is, is a shading of the truth. Which leads to shitty practices. I'm sorry, but it does. Why do you think our government's so, so crappy? Like the United States government is, is so crappy. It's because we're we're doing this, and we're not even aware that we're doing this. And then we, as a result, have these freaking laws that are like so just one dimensional. Like all the laws we have are one dimensional because we have done this all our lives. And don't I think America is an exception? I think they're probably the biggest contributors to this, though, to some extent. But America's not the only exception um, to this rule. Um, it happens everywhere. Some places are a little bit better about it. Like, the... the um, what do they call it? Trying to think of the words, you know, like Norway and Sweden and and uh, whatnot are are different about it. They're a little bit more dimensional than than United States because they've understood some things. But still, you know, that that it only goes so far as long as we're not aware. Like I said, they're better about it, and and there's other countries that are better about it in one way, but not in others, and and vice versa. And the problem is, is that these these things they seem reasonable. Having proper decorum seems very reasonable, and so the mind goes, "Okay, I give in," and that's when the problem starts. Not that there's anything wrong with proper decorum and and, and whatnot, but the problem happens later, or maybe it starts there and it becomes like a slippery slope problem. 
because the problem is reality is must reality is messy, and it's not like our pretty little assumptions about reality itself that are created because part of this is because of the the polite decorum and all this other bullshit. Like ultimately boils down to just shading the truth from ourselves and others to be acceptable. That's not true collectivism. Um, that's that's collectivism individualized or individualized individualism collectivized in a sense. Um, because what it what it is ultimately is there's no honest discussion over things. And the honest discussion has been being uh, taken over by the, these, like, oh, you shouldn't talk that way. Even if it's not necessarily, like, in a mean way, that's a different thing. And, you know, that's something to be explored. But it's, it's not even necessarily even about it being mean, it's about being explained in certain ways. It has to be explored in a certain way. And... So, shading the truth becomes the norm. And we become so used to doing this that we ignore, we don't even realize that we're doing it. You know, there's very few people that I, I, I know of and am aware of beyond my, you know, explore, explorations with telepathy and whatnot, which I've talked about on this episode, on this show before. That are like this, who, who can act, who we can actually talk freely and not like you know go too deeply into, and, and and we won't be going into the shading of the truth for the most part. But with others, that we, we can't really do that. We have this problem where because everybody wants everything hidden, we don't explore, explore the shading, the truth, and and whatnot. Um, that that also could be part of the territorialness of the mind as well, which I was talking about this morning, which is not the uh, episode before this one, but, but the one before that one. Um, and the problem ultimately isn't that this shouldn't be happening, but that we're we're sh we're hiding the truth from ourselves and others. The truth is, um, from from what I've understood and learned, is that there is only shades of gray, for the most part. There's no real black and white. There's no real good and evil, because any good, so-called good action, is, you know, there's always a consequence that's unforeseen, that's, you know, harmful to that good action in some way. You know, for instance, if you are a government, 
and you give money to the homeless. There is a possibility that they will use that money for things that don't they don't need, like drugs and other problems that make their situation worse. But if you don't, it also could make their situation worse, and they steal and, and commit murder and stuff to get money. And so, both decisions are wrong. Both decisions have problems. Um, but because we don't think in shades of gray, very very little of us do, it's black and white. Like This is good, and this is evil, or wrong, or bad, or whatever. We fail to account for these consequences because we see only in like a linear uh, understanding. Instead of like, I don't know how to put it exactly, but instead of in like a, uh, a multidimensional way. In a, a almost like a topological way. I don't know if that's right, really the right word for it, but. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't help the homeless. The question isn't should you should or shouldn't help the homeless. It's what causes homelessness and why and how could that be mitigated in some way? Um, and it's it's much broad, broader than this. I'm just giving you a very general way of looking at this. It's still very linear because it's based on cause and effect versus cause, effect, time, past history of homeless persons, mind or, or, or your life or whatever, which then, you know, contributes to their ego. Um, things that cause this throughout time, you know, things that are causing this and things that caused this in the past that are now contributing to it in the few, in, in the present. Um, let me think here. Subtle shadings of the truth regarding this um, that make reality seem prettier than they are. And, and so there's all kinds of factors here. So it's not about being... It's not even about cause and effect. Because that's very linear and it's not going after the problem as deeply as we could go. It's, it's about looking at homelessness almost through like a video screen. Like where you're, you're looking at it through the uh, lens of time and psychology, and laws, and, uh, you know, the shadow, and, and other and other things like drugs, and, and their past, and, and stuff like this. And so there's all kinds of things that, that you know, created this, this new model of how you look at the world. It's, just not, it's not just about homelessness. I mean, this is something that we don't do. We don't really look at things... In this way, I mean, some people do like it's it's something that you can kind of see, um, but we don't do it as as, as um, much as we should or, or could, anyways. Not should should implies that we need to do this. 
I mean, we do kind of need to do this actually, but um, it's not like a craving or like a no. If we don't do this, we're gonna be in trouble. Well, we are actually gonna be in trouble if we don't do this. When we already are, we're already seeing the effects of doing this, of not doing this. Um, if you know how to look. Um, and so in this way, and also it's about, um, not having linear laws. The problem with our justice system, or any of our systems actually, is that the laws are not scalar, they're not, they're not, um, topological enough, and they're not, um, flexible enough to really work work in a real-world scenario. The best that can be said for it is that it punishes people, which, by the way, punishment doesn't really work, causes problem, makes problems worse, and, and uh, you know, if you know anything about the prison system, you know that people who go into the system, like, say, commit a small crime, like, um, Selling marijuana, going to the system, and then become hardened criminals after that, and then they come out, and then they do worse, and then that just that cycle just keeps happening, getting worse and worse and worse. Not always, and, and it's not always a guarantee, but it can easily happen because of the group psychology of of prison, and because of how group psychology works. Maybe I should make an episode about that in the future, but. Uh, Another episode for another day. So it's a so so, so what ends up happening as you know it's, it's obvious if you don't understand the justice system is that a bunch of loopholes are then created that people slip through, um, which then others can't slip through for various reasons. Because the, the model isn't set up for justice. It's set up in a way that... It's not set up purposely necessarily, but it's set up in a kind of way that's very one-sided, very one-dimensional. And it's not, it's not based on anything, really. It's based on old ideas, dumb ideas, if you want to be honest, about justice and how justice should be weeded out, and or how and how justice should be um, not weeded out. What's the word? Um, handed out to others. Very dumb old 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 ideas, um, kind of like about you know the Bible and stuff. You know, it started with hanging, and now it's with punishment and the death penalty and stuff like this. Very dumb ideas, honestly, that aren't really helping the situation at all, and allow for loopholes to to come in. And that's why lawyers are as big and as popular as they are because because of the subtle subtle shadings of the truth that we have done throughout life. We've allowed for these loopholes to exist. We've allowed for these corruptions to exist. Which lead to, you know, these people getting off, and for people who who were punished for any kind of crime to become hardened criminals in prison. 
because we've subtly shaded the truth from ourselves and others. It's, it's kind of disturbing, honestly, because if you look at life from your pretty little ideology, like, oh, life is about love, and we give love and receive love, and uh, all you must do is give love to others. You won't understand that life is not pretty and reality is not pretty. It's just not. It's, it's messy and it's complicated and... If we ignore these things, we're gonna get we're gonna have the results that we have. We're having those results right now because of the stupid ideas of good and evil that really don't work and are, are causing us problems. And I'm not even not even, I'm not even necessarily even talking about political correctness, although that is a part of it as well. Because that's pretty much out in the open, right? Like, people talk about what shouldn't be and, and whatnot, like hate speech and stuff like that. And that's pretty much out in the open. That's not at all what I'm talking about. But it, it's, it could be, in the future, like a problem where, because of the political correctness and because things are wrong and whatnot, if people are raised like that and that becomes the norm, in the future, that could be part of the problem. And that could make things much worse. Um, but it is kind of a problem. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not. But it's not really what I'm talking about, necessarily. Because that's kind of like open in the open. But, you know, for those who are um, afflicted by this understanding of uh, political correctness and are doing this, shading the truth for this purpose... You know, then it does apply. But if not, you know, it doesn't really apply as much. Um, it, it, it goes much deeper. And political correctness is actually something that's been around for a while. The true political correctness and societal correctness and um, mind correctness and stuff like, oh no, you're, oh no, David, you shouldn't be talking about how people kill other people in their minds. That's wrong. That's bad. We should we shouldn't be talking about this. We shouldn't be talking about how, you know, we shouldn't be talking about sex and touching yourself down there and and stuff like this. It's political correctness, really. Just with a different, you know, just not called that before. Mind correctness, societal correctness, political correctness, religious correctness. I mean, we could we could use all kinds of different names for the same thing, really. Political correctness is just a newer brand of the same old problem. And with other problems built into it. Because reality is not pretty. It's not some pretty little picture. And the Republicans in some ways understand this. It's one of the reasons why they're for the Second Amendment. They're also, they don't also, they also don't understand this because they're not seeing reality properly. And their p picture is also very, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Kind of like this and not that, like black and white thinking. And that's also not true. That's very unreality like. Yeah. 
Uh, and so, as a result, you are sh are shading the truth from yourself, and aren't even aware you're doing this. In some ways, the Democrats are a little better about this because they're more aware of it. But in the same way, they're also not aware of how they do it themselves. They're a little bit more dimensional about it, but they still do the same problem. They still have the same problem. And their problem is not, you know, it, it has more to do with what I've called in the past collectivism individualized. Which is, you know, where the highest good of the collective, and not even the whole collective either, which is the problem really, but the highest good of the collective as they see it. That's the problem. The highest good of the collective as they see it is certain things. Oh, you shouldn't talk about, you know, trans people in sports, and you shouldn't talk about this and you shouldn't be a Trump supporter because Trump supporters are Nazis and all this other crap. I mean, not all Democrats are like that, don't get me wrong, but it is, you know, you have the same problem with shading the truth, but in a different direction. <clears throat> in a lot of ways, it, um, depending on how collective as you are as a Democrat <clears throat> or you know, how, how authoritarian versus a libertarian, uh, libertarian versus authoritarian, um, because there are libertarian Democrats, but they also have the same problem, but in different ways. <clears throat> and reality is not as pretty as your little pretty picture about, oh, we should have this and, and this and this. Reality's messy. It's complicated, and it's not something that can be boiled down to a single picture. Um, there's an episode from a channel called actualize.org I've always talked about this channel actually um, but this this episode is about um, what is it called I forget what the exact name is but um, if I remember I'll put it in the in the uh, in the show notes but it's about uh, Gödel's incompleteness theorem, which is basically stated as the following. And and I'm very much summarizing here. And and uh, you know I'm I'm definitely couldn't be wrong here. But basically summarizing as follows. So you take something like science, and so the the incompleteness theorem says that. Silence, silence, science, I keep wanting to say silence for some reason, but science cannot be, uh, cannot explain everything. Because once it explains something, it, it has to then explain the thing that it explained. And, and so, for instance, if you um, explain gravity... You have to explain what causes gravity. 
and you have to explain what causes that, and 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 on and on and on and on it goes. And it's not as limit linear that as that, but I'm just giving a, a very general way of explaining it. And in other words, if you have a box, a mental box, an ideology, ideological box, or any kind of box, like of some kind of construct of the way that you think reality is, there's always going to be something that's outside of this box that you're you're not aware of or are implicitly aware of, but it's not but it's not stated in this box. And this is always going to be true. And so you can't really get rid of and so you can't really explore reality through this box. That's basically the the point of the theorem. Uh, and if I remember, I'm going to put this uh, put the link to that episode in the in the show notes. But that's basically how it goes. Uh, and so, in the same way, you can't really explore reality and explain reality through any system. They can be helpful, and and they're not you know wrong necessarily, but they're not all correct, and they're not showing you reality. All of reality. They're showing you parts of it. Or they're showing you, you know, a a metaphor of understanding reality or whatever the case may be. And some things are better at, at that than others and, and vice versa. Vice versa. Uh. So, how do we deal with this problem? of us uh, subtly shading reality in this way. Become honest. Do this little thought experiment, actually. If you believe or, or don't believe in a god... Understand that this, and realize that this God knows all of your thoughts, all of your mind. And so you can't hide anything from God. And so just pretend as if this God is with you right now and and feel that uncomfortableness. And, and, And look into why that is. Because if, if you do believe in God, God is omnipresent, which means he's everywhere. He's inside of you, inside of me, or whatever. And he's omniscient, which means he knows everything. And he knows your mind, and he knows you. All the embarrassing things that you are hiding from yourself and others. And by using this experiment, you can become more aware of things that you're not aware of currently. I mean, it's not a perfect solution, but it's a start. Um, And I might talk about how to deal with this more effectively in other episodes, but really it's just to get you started on understanding this problem. So, anyways, this is A Deeper Perspective, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.